Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, sponsored by Hempleaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Words and Mick, we are started up, and we never stop. We never, ever stop here at AM 970, The Answer. Um, this is Arthur I. Dalla, and uh, I am in Bobby Van's Steakhouse live. This is what you call a live remote. Bobby Van's Steakhouse on 46th Street and Park Avenue. I got my buddy Derek here. Who, Derek, how many years have you been working for Bobby Van's? Many years. Many years. That's <laughs> a great answer. Um, you sound like a lawyer. Um, I have... When she gets close to the microphone, I'll tell you who else is here. Cody is here. He's he's the Andy Gladding of the day, I guess. There, Sambolino. Indeed, you are uh, indeed. Oh man, a few words. Uh, I got Sambolino. Hello, Sambolino. Hello. Now, why why do I get a tie today? He's in a suit and a tie. He's got a trim. Beard. I was in a nice casual shirt before, and Jerry sees me earlier. He goes, "I hope you wear something nicer than that." So where'd you get this so stuff? I, you went I to the store. To Penguini. Nice. <laughs> and who helped you pick it out? You did not help me up. Pick oh, it look up. who's here! You Introduce yourself. No, I'm I'm Joe, Joe Sibilia, the lowly jo- producer. I'm jo- in the doghouse right now. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to put you on the island, but I I will say, uh, you all know that I'm part of the AM 970 family for quite some time. I actually, I think I predate Joe Sibilia. Oh, very much so. Okay, Joni, say hello before before I go. Hello, everybody. Is her microphone on? Make sure it's on. Um, Alex, thank you. Oh, I appreciate boy. that. It took you long enough. Um, so uh, before we talk about a couple of major cases that are going on, let's face it, there were three major cases that are going on. There's the Trump case that basically just concluded. There's the Santos case that just, just began. And then there's the Neely case, which is, I guess it's in the the, uh, the zone of the unknown. Um, I, I, I want to bring uh, Joe Sibilia in, and I want to ask, let's let's. Talk about inside radio. Oh, boy. In the last, like, 48 hours since Monday morning, I've done, like, 48 media hits. Right. CBS, Inside Edition, our sister radio station at, 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 at WABC. Now, you are the, the kind of the man who runs the Piscopo in the Morning Show. And I'm just wondering, was it, like, a, a personal affront? Was it just an oversight? Like, why is it that you never asked my insight? Okay. I mean, Rosanna Scotto had me on for, like, 10 minutes talking about all kinds of legal issues this morning. 
But I mean, I know you're more of a national show, oh, right? So is right, that what it is? These right. are local issues. Uh, okay, so so there's a couple of things. So first of all, what you just mentioned, how you did 40 media hits. Yeah, that's part of the reason why I get hesitant to ask you because I know you're doing a lot of stuff. But I I don't want to. Don't you more... realize you're in a different category? <laughs> I suppose I do. I don't know. I, I don't I mean, think don't of myself that way. Don't we live basically two blocks away from? We each do. Place? Yes, we're neighbors. I mean, are we, we like family? We get coffee together. We socialize together. You know, but I I get. You know, I, I feel a little under you, you know, in a yes, way. You Joyce, know. you're correct. Um, <laughs> so Joni's trying to get everyone to be quiet, but I kind of like the energy of this. Bobby Vans is packed. Yeah, why so, be at a restaurant if there's yeah, going to be no well, noise? Well, Joni's upset because she's, her Facebook feed isn't coming in as well. Well, Joe, all I'm telling you is I'm always, I'm always at your disposal. Well, I appreciate that. Whatever and you need. The other reason was, and this is in all seriousness, so... You were nice enough to host the show last week. You were nice enough to be a guest on the show, I think, last Friday. So I said, you know what? Let me you know, give Arthur a little bit of a breather, and we'll have him back on Friday so you, morning. You, you or asked Thursday me morning to host last Friday, and it was hard for me to turn you down. Thank God I did. Because I had a late, late Thursday night, and I had a very hectic Friday. So I and you were still nice enough to come on in the morning anyway as a guest on Friday, that was which my I was pleasure. greatly appreciative Please of. Please call me, and I could get you on immediately, because I have direct access that too. to you. That, too. Come on, Joe. Right. He would say yes Let's to you start. above everybody first. So, so let, now you know I'm not going to sleep at all for the next three nights thinking, right. oh, Arthur's so mad at me. I'm not oh, mad at God. You. So let's talk about some of the news of the day. Um, so Donald Trump wrote some rip-roaring, um, rip-roaring tweets, uh, or I, I should say not tweets, but he went on his Truth Social um, talking about the verdict. So the part here, yeah, I'm quoting the partisan judge and jury on the just concluded witch hunt trial, all in capitals, should be absolutely ashamed of themselves for allowing such a travesty of justice to take place. The 45th president went on to claim that U.S. District Judge Lewis Kaplan should have allowed more evidence to be presented to the jury, including a dress that his accuser, writer E. Carroll, E. Jean Carroll, said she'd worn the day of the assault and may have contained Trump's DNA. But apparently when the dress was tested, it does not contain any of Trump's DNA. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, in another post about an hour later, Trump lapsed into the third person claiming Kaplan hated President Donald J. Trump more than is humanly possible. He is a terrible person, completely biased, and should have recused himself when asked to do so. He quickly refused, Trump wrote. This case should never have been allowed to be tried in this completely partisan venue, perhaps the worst for me in the nation. The whole rigged hoax is yet another travesty of justice, a continuation of the greatest political witch hunt of all time. So I'd like to break a couple of these things down. You know, as a New Yorker, why is this the worst venue? Well, look, I know people may think that Donald Trump was a great president. I know people think he was the worst ever, but why do so many New Yorkers dislike Trump? He didn't do anything for New York as the president of the United States. He actually hurt us. He did not help us. He, he hurt us with the whole uh, tax deduction. I no longer can write off my state income taxes on my federal tax returns, and that's a big deal, and that affects the economy because that affects the amount of a a person can affect uh, afford to buy their home because if you can't write off your mortgage uh it, it means that you could afford less house and that was donald trump 
he made it clear that New York was not his home state anymore. He made it clear that he doesn't like New York anymore. He made it clear by transferring his um, citizenship, his residence, I should say, out of New York to the state of Florida. Now, Joseph Billy, I know you're like cringing right now because our good friend Joe Piscopo would be saying, well, come on, what is Arthur saying? <laughs> why is he going after Trump like this? Re- reason number three why I, I couldn't call you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. But the truth is... Yes, people in New York City don't like Donald Trump, but even as as objective as I could be, as a president, as a New York City resident, he wasn't a great president for for me as a New Yorker. Maybe as an American, you could make an argument that he was a great president, but as a New Yorker, he was not a great president for New Yorkers. Um, Now, that's on one side. What he said about Judge Kaplan... I see Judge Leventhal walking in with Mike Benedetto and Lino and my whole crew's coming in. Um, what he said about Judge Kaplan, look, I wasn't there, so I can't attest to it by my own uh, eyeballs. But I spoke to a bunch of the media people who are not, these are not, these are New York media folks who are not exactly big Donald Trump fans. They made it very, very clear that Judge Kaplan was against Donald Trump and his team from the beginning. And in the middle... And even at the end, uh, I could see towards the end of Mr. Takapina's summation when he was really hitting it good. Kaplan started getting getting in Takapina's face a little bit because he tried to stall his momentum. And I believe if I have this correct. Now, listen to this, folks. Imagine this. Imagine you're on trial. You're the defendant. Forget about it being Donald Trump. You're the defendant. And you find out that the person who is represented by the person accusing you so the the your adversary's adversary's lawyer clerked for the judge who you're appearing before which means she spent at least a year in chambers working for this judge okay the judge says he can be fair and impartial let's let's take it one more step your adversary's lawyer happens to be a lesbian and she gets married to her wife and she asks that the judge who's presiding over your case, marry them. So now she doesn't only clerk for this judge, this judge married them. Let's go for number three. I don't know if it's either the judge spent time at your adversary lawyer's house or your adversary lawyer spent time at the judge's house. I believe overnight. So forget about it being Donald Trump. Let's just say the defendant is Joe Sibelia. And you're in a fight for your life. And you're looking at your adversary and your adversary's lawyer. And you're looking up at this judge who sits like four miles in the air. And your adversary's lawyer clerked for the judge, was married by the judge, and vacationed with the judge. But he's going to be absolutely fair and impartial. There's about 20 other judges in that courthouse who could have handled that case where the other where the, the lawyer didn't clerk for them, didn't get married by them, and did not vacation with them. Don't you think for the American citizens, for our belief in the justice system, don't you think it just would have been common sense to avoid the appearance of impropriety, to avoid any, any, to avoid Donald Trump being able to say that this judge had his fingers on the scales of justice, to just say he's a senior judge, Lewis Kaplan. He's been on there 25 years. Oh, by the way, guess who appointed him? Bill Clinton. Guess who he's got pictures of all over his chambers, or at least in his chambers? Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. Guess who beat Hillary Clinton? The defendant in this case, Donald Trump. I just want 
the legal system to be as pure and and respected as possible. And I like to avoid the appearances of impropriety. And to show I practice what I preach, we turned down a case, a big case, this week because there was a potential conflict of interest. We gave back a lot of money, a lot, a lot of money, because when I put my head on the pillow, and Judge Kamins does, and Judge Leventhal does, and everyone at the Idala Law Firm does, we know we did the right thing, and we know that if anyone examines us, they'll find no issues whatsoever, because that's how we roll. We're going to come back with Judge Leventhal. He's going to talk about the George Santos indictment. Don't go away. Live from Bobby Van Steakhouse in Midtown Manhattan. What does the perfect wedding entail? Just you, the love of your life, your guests, and the iconic New York City skyline. Sound too good to be true? Well, guess what? It's not. You can say, I do, with gorgeous views of the New York City skyline in the distance, on board the Atlantis yacht of New York Cruises. New York Cruises is the premier, unique wedding venue. They have a dedicated staff of experienced hospitality professionals who can provide you with wedding, cruise, event planning services every step of the way. Your guests will be wined and dined on the main deck, sky deck, and lounge deck with 360-degree views of the the Manhattan skyline. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagements, and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231. That's 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or just visit NewYorkCruises.com. This is Greg Floyd, president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next Reaching Out, Greg welcomes back New York State Senator Kirsten Gillibrand to discuss the hot-button issue of protecting Social Security for seniors. It's Reaching Out with Gregory Floyd, Saturday at 2.30 with an Encore at 9 on AM 970, The Answer. All right, folks, I got to clean up my act now. Jerry Crowley walked in, and he's the boss. He's in an Italian we call Capo di Tutti Capi, the boss of all bosses. But, you know, Jerry Crowley, he's no longer in his teens, but he still thinks that he's invincible and that, you know, he's, he's never going to get sick. He's never going to need a power of attorney. He's never going to need a health care proxy. Well, you know what, folks? Nothing can be further from the truth. Even Jerry Crowley, like he blows out his knee, he can't get to the bank, he needs a power of attorney. Or maybe he gets bad laryngitis, he can't talk to the doctor. You want someone to have a health care proxy for you. The fact is, if something happens, you might not be able to designate a power of attorney or health care proxy for yourself. What happens then? The state or the courts may have to make those choices for you. Right, Jerry Crowley? This, but as you're saying that, you know who my attorney is that did all that? Michael Connors. There you go. And there this wasn't a setup. It's real. It's the real thing. And you need to have the power of attorney, which Michael Connors does. He the health care proxy, the will, the living will. He does it all, right? Well, yes, he does. Do you know how many years he's been doing that for? <laughs> Over 40 years. He finally figured it out, right? Do you know how many people he's helped? Hundreds and hundreds <laughs> and hundreds. And do you know where their offices are? Manhattan, <laughs> Queens, Staten Island. You know, your compatriots in the law firm are here, and they're going, I think we've lost a lawyer in game day, a radio announcer. Well, they, they see, they, they see you are doing, good, baby. They see us you doing this good. all night, uh, every night, every night at the law firm. <laughs> but speaking of law firms, you guys have to call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. 
40 years. They know their stuff. How do you call them? 718-238-6500. 718-238-6500. Listen to AM970, The Answer, on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. Birthday, Sambolino. Whose birthday is it, Sambolino? Whose birthday is it? Bono from U2. 63, 63 years young. 63 years young. Mary in our office. God bless you. Mary in our office. She is not 63 years young. Donnie East in our office. Donnie. Oh, it's a big birthday in the office. How come the office people aren't here? Crowley wouldn't spring for that? <laughs> I'm not going there. All right, all right, all right. Luca Joseph, you good? Yes. It's Wednesday night. Luca Joseph is in the house. A little tumbling dice action with Luca. Um, the one um, we're going to talk about, Congressman Santos and the indictment, and, and right in, in a second. I just want to come, come, talk about Judge Kaplan one more second. There are things called Molino evidence, which is it's very specific, and it's usually in criminal cases. Typically in criminal cases, it's when there's other evidence of a bad act that a judge allows in, not to, as to whether it's true or not but to prove certain things, like someone's motive, someone's intent. So this one woman charges Trump with sexual abuse, sexual assault, and rape. And then the judge allows two other women to testify about similar incidents they've had with Trump. That's just so prejudicial. It too t- so basically he's charged with three sexual acts. The judge in the Harvey Weinstein case went way overboard, and that's why I think we have a great shot at appeal. Also, an issue... We, you and me, right? Judge Leventhal's with me. Also, what this judge allowed in was that tape from Access Hollywood where Trump talks about grabbing a woman by the private parts. That had no business being in this trial. None at all. Uh, Takapina doesn't get to cross-examine uh, the person who that statement was made to. It's really ridiculous uh, what's, what's going on in the courtrooms these days that they're allowing so many... Um, extraneous evidence and clearly prejudicial evidence into the record. And the last thing I want to talk about, which would be a great appellate issue, has to do with, uh, in my opinion, this was an absolute anonymous jury. When I say absolute, the lawyers did not know the names of the individuals. And in today's day and age, when the first thing you do when a potential juror, a potential juror is selected, is you take out your phone or your laptop and you Google them. And you look at their Facebook and you look at their Instagram. When we tried the Harvey Weinstein case, there's people front, sitting in front of us saying, oh, I could be fair and impartial. I have no opinion. And you go on their Facebook page and they were like, die, Harvey, die, burn. I hope I get uh, picked for jury duty so I could write a book and make millions of dollars. It was ridiculous. We had Gigi Haddad, who's like some supermodel. To me, she looked like a tall drink of water. You know, I like women who have like curves. This was like looking at a spoon or no, this was like looking at a knife with not a bump on her anywhere. And I, Donna Rotuno, my partner my, at the trial, she's like, that's a supermodel. Like, what supermodel? That, that's nothing. It means nothing to me. I'm Sicilian. I need some meat on the bones. Anyway, she's sitting with us, one-on-one interview, saying, oh, I have no opinion about Harvey Weinstein. I can be fair and impartial. When she gets excused. She goes outside and does this whole press conference about how she would, you know, she thinks what he did is horrible, and he's a pig, and he's an animal. Well, in this case for Donald Trump, Takapina and the defense team 
had no ability to do any research on these jurors to see who worked on the Biden campaign, who worked on the Hillary Clinton campaign, because the judge felt they, if he gave Takapina the names, Takapina was going to give the names to Trump, and then Trump was going to harass them on social media. I cannot wait to hear what the appellate court has to say about a 100 uh, uh, percent anonymous jury. I think it's a violation of your constitutional rights to have a jury by your peers. How do you know this is a jury by your peers if you don't know who they are? Hypothetically, one of these guys could have on his LinkedIn page, I only work for nonprofits because I think billionaires are scum. Well, guess who's a billionaire? The defendant here. Don't you think that's a reason for someone to be bounced from the jury? So there's a lot of appellate issues here, but without further ado, let's go to an appellate lawyer, an appellate judge, an appellate genius. Uh, if you ask him, he'll tell you that. Uh, he's my partner. He's, he fights with passion. He's vociferous for, for the, the rich and the poor. Leventhal, are you still reading? Is that what you're doing? You're preparing? I gave you this assignment at 10 o'clock this morning. You're still reading. Were you one of those kids in school? You like you've studied to the last. You minute? know what gets in the way? It's a four-letter word, not a not a. a what, bad what's the way? Work. Work. Oh, what do you work a lot? Close yeah. Get close to the microphone, there, Judge. Okay. So you got to sit all the way up. And I'm going to okay. need more time. With it. So Judge Leventhal and I were in my office yesterday when it was announced that uh, Santos, the gov- the congressman, was going to be indicted or was indicted was unsealed. I spoke about this this morning with Rosanna. Now, before it was un- it was unsealed, I said it's going to have to do with two things. Now, before I knew anything, Jerry Crowley, I told Rosanna Scotto, it's going to have to do with him lying on forms, and it's going to have to do with money. And what do you think the indictment came down to? Him lying on forms and how he raised money for his campaign. I hit it on the head. I don't want to be bragging, but just Crowley, so you know where all the money goes to that you give to me for doing this show. I'm not a moron. I actually know I, 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 a little bit about the law. Take Sam Bolito's mic and I'll allow you to retort. Well, well, this is pretty simple, Arthur. If I knew we were going to get this kind of tutorial tonight, which, by the way, and I followed the whole Trump thing, this is the best I've heard or seen or read anywhere. You laid it out in a few sentences, or maybe more than a few, but it was brilliant. And, and you would be entitled to more money. I should give you more money. But don't hold your breath, buddy. Uh, give it to Joni. Yeah. Give it to Joni. She's the, the executive producer. You got the she dinner deserves. tonight. That's as I good as I can it. do. The whole firm is going to be here tonight. Jerry Crowley is taking us to dinner because he realizes the sacrifice my law firm has to That's absorb true. by me doing. I know that by me doing this show every night and preparing the way I do, taking time out of the lawyer firm. But really, uh, if I'm going to be totally honest, it's not the law firm that sacrifices. It's really my family because what happens is. I then stay at work until 9, 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night. So the clients still get all of me. The radio gets all of me. But sometimes Arthur and Ariana don't get all of me. I'm not going to put Luca in that category. What about your wife? wife? She doesn't want any of it. Oh, she does. Oh, sorry. Did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. I take my my, uh, marriage advice from Jerry Crowley. All right. So let's talk about Congressman Santos. We're here with Judge Leventhal, who really... He's a student of the law, and he's, he creates the law. Judge, when I said this morning this was going to be a paper case and a financial case, I did not think, truly, it was going to be as sophisticated a scheme as really is laid out in this indictment by the Eastern District of New York. Well, Take it away, Judge. Well, there's three areas where, where they accused him. Fraudulent political contribution solicitation <clears throat> scheme, 
fraudulent application for and receipt of unemployment benefits. Just get close, Joe. Get close. He applied for unemployment benefits when he was working. Unbelievable that he so would do such a thing. while he was thing. working, he applied for unemployment benefits. And, and not only that, then he falsified uh, reports to Congress, which was absolutely incredible. It's, it's, and some of, the, some of the things that he did in Congress, <clears throat> he said he had bank accounts of $1 to $5 million. Didn't have it. It's easily ascertainable. And to a less degree, savings accounts and, and checking accounts, maybe 100000 But he did had no, none of it. But he also created, there was fake companies. All right, well, that's with the fraudulent solicitation of campaign contributions. He, he, he founded, a, he started a fi, allegedly a 501c4, which is an organization which is like a super PAC. It's, right. But he, didn't find, but he didn't find it. And he told one of his people who was working for him, this is a 501c4. People need to give more than a $2,900 campaign. Can I have something to drink? $2,900 campaign limits. The person bought it. He solicited it. He told people to give money. And what did he do with the money? He spent it on personal. Yeah, he put it in his pocket. Right. He paid his own personal bills. Let me tell you something. Thanks. When this indictment was unsealed, you know, I get the, all these alerts on my phone. I immediately printed it out because I like to read paper. I don't. I, I kill trees. I love trees. I'm environmentalist, but I, I like to read on paper, not not digitally. I couldn't believe how clever of a scheme this was, and what and strategic and well thought out. I mean, look, he ultimately got caught. It wasn't that well thought out, but but he won for Congress. But and everyone plays this guy off like he's a dope, like he's a moron, like he, he's no dope. He's no moron. He's a clever mysterious, uh, mischievous, nefarious guy, if if all of this is true. But this is a paper case. This, these are not hard, you know, the Trump case we just talked about, it, that was like he said, she said, there wasn't a lot of evidence. This is all papered up. It's, it's, he's clearly working, clearly accepting unemployment, clearly sets up a, a, a pack that doesn't really exist. Well, he claims he sets up a pack, but he didn't set up the He pack. doesn't set up the pack. Right, but he starts this company. And, and he has an investment company that he's making $120,000 a year, and he says he's unemployed. Uh, he, he failed to report other income when he filed with Congress. I mean, this guy is either – look, he won. Okay, so, he won. Right? So what does and, that mean? And, well, now, what it, now listen, you, you hit hard on Kaplan. What do you say about McCarthy? Should they get rid of this guy now? Oh, should they get rid of the congressman? Yeah, Santos. Okay, well, first of all, you got to tie that in. You're talking about a 25, 26-year veteran federal judge versus the speaker. Uh, 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 you said your piece about him. I'm asking you about McCarthy now. Now, should they do? Well, no, no, he's presumed innocent. I mean, I think this is a damning indictment, but he's presumed innocent. Okay. And in Congress, people should know. Uh, I was taught this, actually, uh, by the late Frank Morano. I was because I, I misspoke, and I thought... That if you're, his <laughs> just looks at me. Goes, Frank's dead. <laughs> no, what at the at, at, at AM nine seventy? I mean, he's the late Frank Morano. It's like the it's like the late Darren Yellen. You know, he's he's a guy. Who's like, Frank, wait, 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 wait. By the way, no, he knows. He's it's a term of endearment. Frank knows how much I love him. I love him too much. Uh, we love Darren too, but I had to bend the fences between him and Crowley. You put this Irish guy, you get on the wrong side of Crowley. It ain't pretty. That's all I'll tell you. But um. You could still 
be a convicted felon and be a congressman. Michael Grimm ran for Congress. He didn't win after he was convicted and did jail time. Um, this is some other example. So, no, I don't think McCarthy. There's, there's a difference. McCarthy is not but a judge. The whole Kaplan is a judge, okay? He's weighing things out. What comes into evidence? What doesn't come into evidence? He has a lot of control. McCarthy, this guy's not convicted Arthur, yet. Arthur, you have as much guts as, as uh, Mr. Uh... Santos, we may have a case before Mr. Uh, Judge Kaplan one day. Listen, Judge Kaplan's always nice to me, okay. but I I call it look. And when I'm Jerry John Crowley Leventhal, gave me this, Judge Kaplan, if right, I'm ever before when Jerry him. Crowley gave me this microphone, I made it very clear: there's nothing more important to me than my credibility, my reputation, and I jar, I guard it jealously, right down to the commercials. I really do use hemp leaf every morning. I'm not making that up. I sent my father to Connors and Sullivan. They did do his estate planning. Uh, obviously, I love Perillo Tours and going to Italy. The Plaza College folks, I believe in court reporting. So there's nothing that I say here that's BS. I actually got in trouble with Marianne yesterday because I said something about our family on the air that was accurate. And she's like, I would really appreciate it if you don't share with the whole world what's going on in our household. I said, okay, honey, okay. It makes for good radio, but, but I'm, I'm being... I'm being genuine. So, yes, if I if I, we're talking about a case as important as Donald Trump's case was, because I think it is. And Judge Leventhal, it, it's not just me because I saw very little. But when I talk to the reporters who I who I know and they're veteran reporters, I'm not talking about some kid out of journalism school and I'm not going to name their names, but they're no Donald Trump fans. But when they told me at the end of the summations, when I was in the courtroom, that Kaplan was against Takapina and Trump the whole trial. I'm going to report that to That's the people who are listening. It is. You weren't like that. No. I gave everyone a fair shake. You did give including everyone. Including you. Including me. Yeah. 1996. 99. 99? Like no. the Luft balloons. You know 99 yeah. Luft balloons? Yeah. So let's talk about next steps for Santos. He came out today. He made a statement. He said, uh, you know, it's time for me to fight. I'm going to fight here, but I'm going to go down to Congress, and I'm going to keep working down in Congress. So what do you think should happen, Judge? Well, uh, first of all, I on a political point, I can't believe the Democrats didn't vet him. I can't believe. Thank you. I can't believe the Republicans didn't vet him. Thank you. And and I have to say. By the way, wait. Let me just say, this. Judge Leventhal was the chairman of the Democratic Committee of Kings County, which is the largest the, county. The law law committee. The law committee. So he he vetted a lot of people. Correct. Correct. Especially people going to be judges, etc. I kept the good guys on the ballot, and I knocked the bad guys off the ballot. Right. All right, but anyway. That's a matter of interpretation. <laughs> okay. But what I'm saying is what's going to happen now is that I guarantee that a Democrat's going to retake that district. because Tom Swazi? You going with Tom Swazi? Tom Swazi. It was whoever, his seat. He gave it up. Or whoever, or whoever runs for that. So you don't think a Republican can no, take it back? No, I, I think I, I don't think a Republican can take it back. So what and happens to that's why, And that's the reason why McCarthy's not letting him go. Not because, you know, fairness and all that. But Believe hold on, me, does McCarthy it, have the power to expel him? Well, but they have to take a whole vote. It's they, not just they McCarthy, may, right? They may all expel him, but the New York delegation, who are Republicans, are asking him to resign. And so is Governor Hochul, but he doesn't care. No, no, not the Democrats. I know, but Governor Hochul's asking him to well, resign as well. But it's more, in Sicilian, more powerful In Sicilian, we call Congressman Santos Meshuggah. You know what that means in Sicilian? <laughs> yes, I it's do. From, it's from southern Italy. Yes, I do. All right. So we got one minute left. How's your friend Judge LaSalle doing? He's a great guy. And, and, but I have to say that uh, Judge Ro uh, Rowan, Rowan Wilson, Wilson is also a good friend. 
and not not so much that they have to recuse themselves. But uh, is he a really, great guy as well? He's good, great guy, great judge, a terrific person. Uh, he and I were on the same list when Sheila Abdul Salam. Uh, wait, all right, we have thirty seconds to go. How did Luca do with his push-ups today? Fifteen, good form, terrific, and then I had him do his curls. How he's doing? It's some amazing. Curls? It's amazing the things that you uh, authorized me to do in the office. I mean, it's the, wonderful. Well, the before your shoulders went I'm, out, he, Judge Leventhal, he's going to be sixty years old this I'm year, just glad banging out a hundred push-ups. I'm just glad that your baby doesn't live right near the the office because I'd be buying diapers and doing. Oh, absolutely! Things. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're here at Bobby Vans on Forty Six Street Park Avenue. We got Derek in here with us. Listening to some U2, it's a beautiful day. Sam Bellino, Corey, Joyce, Sam Bolin. Now, what's your name? Sibilia, who doesn't put me on the radio anymore. And the great Jerry Crowley. Hi, Kevin McCullough. We'll it's right wellness back. night, and that means Dr. Jeanette Nishwat uh, stops by from the Fox News Medical All-Star team. And we'll visit with our good friends from Plaza College in the dental hygienist department there. That's all tonight, starting at 7. Have you ever had a legal question about elder law or state law? Every Wednesday night during Kevin McCullough's show, you'll hear from Mike Connors himself of Connors & Sullivan, Attorneys at Law, answering real listener questions. Simply email that question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com or call Mike's office at 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. And don't forget to tune in to Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. on AM 970, The Answer, and Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. on AM 570 The Mission. Increase your investment knowledge in a unique way this year. Join us on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise along with The Money Show. Visit EagleFinancialCruise.com for details and to secure your cabin. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. So here I am in Bobby Van's Steakhouse. My friend Derek is here. He's a, a longtime Bobby Van's guy, 46th and Park Avenue. We're having a great time. We got some of the members of ABK here. We got the Piscopo in the morning crew here because Joe Piscopo likes when his staff spreads themselves thin. Al Gatulo's on his way in from Jersey. We're going to drink some beer together. Um, but, you know, I'm looking at the two older guys in the room, Crowley and, uh, Crowley and Leventhal, and, you know, even though they seem like they're in good shape, there may be a time when they need a nurse. And where are we going to find a nurse from? If you want to be a nurse, oh, yeah, your wife's a nurse, but Crowley doesn't have a wife. He's just he's out, he's out and about. Well, you know who's got a nursing program if you want to be a nurse? The people who have that great court reporting program. The folks at Plaza College. You know what they have? Do you know what they have, Sabelia? They have an accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program. And you know how... You know how fast you can complete it? 16 months. That's like when Piscopo put me on the island. That's how long it had to be before I could make one appearance to the other. 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza's campus and within the best hospital systems in New York City. And you know what else they have, San Bellino? A dental hygiene program. A 20-chair community clinic where students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It is just an incredible experience for those students. If you want additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or their School of Allied Health, just visit their website at plazacollege.edu. That's plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. So can I, can I chip in here? Uh-oh. <clears throat> Only if Alex Garrett uh, says so because he's uh, behind the big I'll board. I'll be just a minute. So I want to talk about your future. But I, I would be less than genuine if I didn't say the reason Plaza College is here is Chuck Callahan, who's the president, 
is a fan of yours of, of tremendous capacity. Well, they do great work. Well, they do, but but that's why you're here. Well, the, the, Chuck I, it, Callahan it, loves you. But let me just say this. Go ahead. Sure the reason you're here, it's great radio, but there's a lot of great radio. I have another reason. Okay, right? People ahead. in broadcast always have another reason. Right? Leventhal's so, listening so, to you. Judge all right, first reason in. is great radio. The listeners love it. The second one is you're the future mayor of New York. Don't say anything. And I want a chair at the right hand of the mayor because that's what I think happens. I think that's what should happen. All right, Senator. And the problem I have is we're a right-wing radio station, and they look at me when I put you on, and they go, why did they? Why did you put that guy? Because you're reasonable, you appeal to everybody, and you are one of a kind. Well, reasonable, and, and, I, I... No, no, one I like of a kind. Reasonable. Do I get the chair? I love Do it. Do I you get, get the you, chair? You get the chair. Uh, that's you all get I the want chair. But, you know, unfortunately, Mr. Crowley, I don't, I don't even know if we're still in a commercial break or not, but... The state of politics has gotten so nasty. That's why we need so you. I was yeah. recently asked right. to, uh, to consider running against Kirsten Gillibrand as a Republican. I would be the Republican. She would be the oh, Democrat. Wow. Kirsten Gillibrand, who is the sitting senator. Um, and the person who asked me, I know very well, who's a very, very prestigious, very high-ranking person in the Republican Party. And you know what I said to him, Jerry? I said, I thought you loved me. I said, why... Would you put me in harm's way? I have such a wonderful life with this radio show, with my law firm. It has gotten so nasty. And that person who's around your age said, well, I'll tell you, Arthur, you are. I can't say you're wrong. Because when I held office, it was a more gentlemanly, polite arena than it is today. It has gotten viciously nasty. Never say never. You never know. The door is open for you. The door That's is open. Let's the door is open. Eric Adams probably God has seven bless. more years, so uh, we'll start nah, the campaign in four. I don't know. Whatever. The door is uh -oh, open uh -oh. for you. Oh, see, you got mad at me. See, I mentioned Eric Adams like Piscopo gets No, no, no. Oh, I don't get mad. I like Eric. Oh, I, why are you letting Idala come on and talk about Eric Adams? Come I on. I just think you, you're, you're cut from a different cloth. All right. Oh, oh here comes David, David Schwartz. Schwartz in the house. Look David at David Schwartz. Schwartz. So are we in a commercial? David Schwartz is in. We're doing a lot. Oh, I got to do Hep Leaf now? All right. Are we in All right. Are we doing hemp leaf now? What are we doing there? Yeah, we can do hemp leaf if you want. All right. It's pandemonium here. Right. So when I told you that I actually do um, believe in everything I say here, I, I really do. Um, and this morning, as I did last time, I got into a new routine. Uh, Ray is coming on in a little while, so I don't want to belabor the point. But I do use hemp leaf on a regular basis. Joni, what are you doing? I got hemp leaf. I got it all. Joni is such a good executive producer. She's going to be great tomorrow. Derek, I'll take a little of that when you get a chance. So I now use the shea butter twice a day before I go to bed and then when I wake up. And it is fantastic. At night, I do the lavender, which smells great. And in the morning, I do the unscented because I put on Dolce Cabana cologne, and I feel like I don't want to mix up too many scents. Uh, when I go into work, David Schwartz always loves to kiss me on both cheeks, and I don't want to overwhelm his his sensory by uh, no 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 only two cheeks. But you guys should know Ray is coming on momentarily to talk about hemp leaf. But you should go check them out at www.hempleaf.com. That's www.hemplief.com. Hemplief.com. Mention Arthur at checkout, and you get ten percent off. 
Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where Arthur Idala of the Arthur Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We return now with lifetime New Yorker and legal analyst, attorney Arthur Idala and the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Judge Leventhal drinking a Guinness. Woo! Now we know it's a party. He played rugby in Ireland and South Africa. Went to South Africa twice to play rugby. Uh, so here we are. We are back at Bobby Van Steakhouse on uh, West 46th Street and Park Avenue. It's a, uh, a sold-out crowd. Say that again. The iconic Bobby Vans. Um, so I've had a very, very interesting week. Um, Monday, I watched the summations in the Trump trial, which is very cool. Uh, yesterday, I jumped on the 935 train, went down to Philadelphia and went to prison and met a very, very interesting woman uh, who has been convicted of a crime. And has lost her appeal, but she's looking for other relief that uh, we're hoping to provide for her. And then today I I met with a client um, who uh, is under investigation regarding um, some white-collar stuff. Uh, You know, what's interesting is when you do what I do, if you do the cases that you do really well, like when you hit the ball out of the ballpark, no one knows about it. Like, no one knows. He judged Leventhal. just said no one knows about it. Like, so this is this could be a very high-profile case, and my whole goal is for it not to be a high-profile case. And I'll be honest with you, and, and even though Jerry Crowley is here, whether it's this radio show or my 12 years at Fox News, I know, I know that when I'm in what I call a beauty pageant, so people are going to come and see me, and then they're going to go see Lawyer X, and then they're going to go see Lawyer Y and figure out who's going to represent them. I know because the clients have told me my competitors go, oh, he's just a TV lawyer or he's just a radio lawyer. He's just a famous guy. You don't want him. Here's why that's BS. Because I have achieved a degree of notoriety and I've scratched that itch, for my clients... I don't want any notoriety. I will tell you right now, the worst thing that could happen to one of my clients is their case gets into the newspaper. David Schwartz is here. He'll agree with me. Lino, who's here, just left the DA's office, will agree with me. Judge Leventhal will agree with me. When, the media, when all eyes are on you, everyone kind of freezes up and gets real rigid. It's like, I'll give you a perfect example. The difference between having a conversation at home with a family member where you're going to be relaxed and, and conduct yourself in a free and open manner versus standing on a podium and talking to 500 people. 
When are you more sincere? When are you more genuine? When are you more relaxed? When are you going to be more yourself? When you're in a comfortable environment. So if it's just me and a prosecutor and no one knows what's going on, no one's going to do anything illegal or improper, but we're all going to conduct ourselves in a certain way. Whereas if all eyeballs are on you, like they, I mean, look, I know Joe Tacopino for literally 40 years since we were in poly prep together. I never saw him or heard him so uptight as I did the last two weeks. I'm not blaming him. This isn't a criticism. There's so much pressure. There's so much stress. There's so much anxiety. So for my clients, for our clients, I do everything I can to keep them out of the media, to keep them out of the spotlight. And a lot of times, and and again, I'm looking at David Schwartz, who does the same. We're we're partners now. It, It Financially, it flies in in the face of our best interest, right? We make more money if someone does get indicted, if someone does have a big bad case against them. We, in criminal law, you're not allowed to take contingency fees. You just get paid, and whatever the outcome is, that's your legal fee. You win, you get that's your fee, the same fee as if you lose. But there were times when, and I, the case I tried in front of Judge Leventhal, I was, uh, I was getting paid by the state, so the, more, the longer the case goes on, the more money I make. I was about to try the case. Because of the efforts of myself and Mario Romano, we got a plea offer in that murder case. And the great decision of Judge Leventhal to allow bowed women's syndrome to be used as a defense for the first time in this country for a gay man. The plea went from, when I first got the case, 22 years in jail to ultimately he spent four years in jail for killing his gay lover who abused him, who battered him. Was that against my financial interest? Absolutely. Was that against my media interest? Absolutely. Did I put my head on the pillow that night and sleep like a baby? Absolutely. Always do the right thing. It's the best way to go through life. We got one more break. We're going to come back with Ray. We're going to have a toast. Joyce is buying everyone here a drink, and she's going to do a little, like, hang out with all the boys here at Bobby Van Steakhouse. Don't go anywhere. We're having a party. This is Greg Floyd, president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next Reaching Out, Greg welcomes back New York State Senator Kirsten Gillibrand to discuss the hot-button issue of protecting Social Security for seniors. It's Reaching Out with Gregory Floyd, Saturday at 2.30 with an Encore at 9 on AM 970 The Answer. You're smart, you're busy, and don't have time to waste on the mainstream media cycle. Salem News Channel breaks that cycle. Topics that matter from hosts worth watching. Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wilkow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. Salem News Channel, not like the other guys. Watch anytime, on any screen, free, 24-7. Find everything you need to know at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. All right, so our friend Joe Piscopo has teamed up with Steve Perillo to create a special offer to our AM 970 audience. It's a special Perillo tour with Joe Piscopo in attendance. And I may, look, here was the truth, the whole truth. Crowley, here was the deal. I was supposed to go to Sicily this summer to escort my parents there, right? Because they wanted, they didn't want to go alone, et cetera, et cetera. So I was going to get Sicily out of the way. But now, God bless them. They tell my sister and I, we got a little tour. We're going on our own. They're going with like all these geriatric people. I go, Dad, you're walking with a cane. We're going to go. So now I don't have Sicily on my agenda. But Piscopo's going to Sicily with Steve Perillo. 
October 18th to October 28th. So I am going to put you in charge. Once I know, it's going to be late because i got to see my trial schedule. I'm supposed to be arguing the Harvey Weinstein case. I'm supposed to be arguing the Ghislaine Maxwell case. That's all supposed to be in the fall. But if I could sneak away, I'm assuming, Jerry Crowley, that I could join the listeners at AM 970 Answer and our brother Joe Piscopo and Steve Perillo, and you'll sneak me into Sicily at some point. I'll give you the honest answer. I don't care about you. Your mother and father. There we go. You think I would take your mother on ever? Okay. Never. So you got whatever you want, buddy. All right. So if you go to Sicily, there's a shot now that I'm going to be with you because I'm going to be honest. You're going to do a wine tasting at Mount Etna. That's where my father's family is from, is at the foot of Mount Etna, October 18th to 28th. And then you go three nights in Palermo. That's where my fa- my mother's family's from. So that's all my blood. I am 100% Sicilian. And it's from Etna, where the tour is going to be, and Palermo, where the tour is going to be. October 18th to 28th. Call today, 1-800-431-1515, 1-800-431-1515, or go to PerilloTours.com. Look, to, to experience Perillo is one thing. To experience you is another thing. That'd be fantastic. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. And now the end is near. You lost your mic. And so I face. So why are we playing my way? I mean, my way is a very special song. My friend, I'll say it. All right, Sam Bellino, I need to know why are we playing my way. Because today in 1969, Frank Sinatra's version of My Way made the British top 10 for the first time. Over the next three years, it re entered the top 50 singles charts on eight different occasions. Paul Anka rewrote the original French song for Sinatra. French After song. he told Anka he was quitting the music business, Anka changed the melodic structure and lyrics to the song with Sinatra in mind. Nice. All right, go. as Diana makes her way over here, do I have Ray on the line? You do Hello, have Ray. Hello, Ray. It's Arthur yes, Idala. How are you, sir? Ray, hey, what's guys. up? How are you guys doing? What's good? What's good, Arthur? Thank you for that. Listen, I now do the hemp, I now do the hemp leaf shea butter at night and, and in the morning. You cool with that? So you're telling me that you go to bed and wake up with a man shea butter all over you? Is that what you're telling I to, me, Audie? I, I what I what I do what I do is I go to bed and I put on the lavender one because it puts me in a state of like calmness, and it, it heals the little rash sometimes I have around my neck from wearing a tight shirt. And then when I wake up, I put on the unscented for the day so it doesn't clash with my cologne. Are we good with that? That's after I, I mean, look, use the liquid soap in, in, in the shower. I mean, you, you can't go wrong with that, Artie. I mean, I've seen the way you dress. Okay. I look at the way your style moves. You're, just, you're, you're doing the right thing, all right? And by the way, Sicilian, you're black Italian, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> I, listen to me. I'm 60 I mean, miles away from Africa, so don't, don't talk to me about anything, man. I am, listen, I am a I, I got it. I got it, baby. I got it. I got it. So do your thing. Do your thing. I like it. So, Ray, just so you know, because I know you guys are really busy. You can't listen every night. I brag about you guys every night. I bragged about you today. I really enjoy your products. I'm going to Italy next week. Uh, I'm, I'm taking a little jaw with me to make sure I'm in good shape. And uh, when I get back, I would like you and Ray to come on in. And, I'm sorry, you and Jason to come on in. And uh, Joni will do her Facebook Live, and we'll do a whole little display. And, uh, you know, 
maybe you could replenish my lavender. I, I mean, I went through the vanilla. That's all gone. But I, I'm, I'm loving my lavender. It really makes me feel like I'm in a spa. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to do something even more special than that. I heard the gentleman before you say he would never take on your mother. Smart man. How about we make something right. beautiful for you and mom to go to Italy with, all right, before you get out of here. You guys can enjoy it. And uh, being the Italian son with some good Italian food, uh, being protected by hemp leaf. How about that? That sounds great. All right, Ray, I'm up against the heartbreak. I got to run. I'm going to see you next week, okay, buddy? Next week. We'll see you next week. Have a good trip. All right. Thank you. All right. I got three minutes to go. Um, I have my partner, Diana Fabi, here. Um, who has an opinion on everything. You heard her yesterday. I thought she was brilliant, her and Joni. And, Joan, I got a lot of compliments about the two of you being on the radio together. So thank you, Joan Pelzer. Um, Diana, you, you seem to uh, have comments or have an opinion about people who continually are wearing masks here in New York City. Could you get closer to the mic? Well, we got yeah, two minutes. I do have an opinion. I think that they are suffering from a form of mental illness. It's sad. Wow. It's very sad. But... It's a form of mass hysteria brought on by a lot of overwrought miscommunication. And now these people just simply cannot disabuse themselves of the notion that they need to wear these masks. And it's really sad. I, I feel sorry for them, honestly. So now, will you differentiate people who maybe have asthma or are they like a little... I have asthma. Oh, you do have asthma. Yeah. And so do you wear a mask nowadays? No, never. Now, now... <laughs> I I now I I notice that doesn't mean I'm going to live forever. By the way, and think... I may get a virus someday, and it may take me out. But I am not going to walk around wearing a mask uselessly. Well, um, how do you know it's useless? Interim. What do you think the mask is useless? I think it is useless. So when a doctor is going to operate on someone, they're going to slice them open, and they're wearing a mask. You think that's a useless? I explained to you, doctors wear masks in surgery to keep saliva and 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 you know. If they okay, sneeze but, or spittle okay, so, from themselves, from going into, they don't wear the mask to sanitize. So the Judge air. Leventhal, right? It's not sanitized okay. in an OR. Period. So Judge and Leventhal is wearing a mask right now. Do you think he suffers from mental illness? I, I I don't know why he has one on. His office is across the hall from me, and he doesn't wear it during the day. Do you notice a particular political bent for those who wear masks and those who don't? I mean, at one time, I think it was a political statement for some. And, and for those who, for whom it was a political statement, you would find them when the camera was off not wearing one. But I think genuinely a lot of people have just, they're afraid. They, they, they don't, they, they were so, you know, the, 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 the media was so overwrought. They just, they are just stuck. In the, it's, it's like a, All right. It becomes so, irrational. Here we are, 6.57 on a Thursday, on a Wednesday night. Luke is here. The whole law firm is here. Jerry Crowley's here. We're going to have dinner at Bobby Vans on 46th and Park Avenue. Derek is here to serve us. I am very hungry. Derek, what steak should I get? Derek, call out what steak should I get? Porterhouse. All right. I'm going to get a porterhouse medium rare. I want a little side of uh, sautéed spinach. Everyone have a great night. And God bless Barry Cavins, who just walked in. We'll see you tomorrow, folks, live and local on AM 970, The Answer. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC.